Welcome to the Hot Ticket Podcast. This is episode 161. On this episode, we get to talk to our good buddy and show sponsor, Alex, owner of My Cigar Pack. It's a super cool episode because we finally get a chance to talk to Alex. There's a, a disconnection, if you will, from the sponsorship piece of what we're doing and, of course, into the partnership, friendship piece of what we do together. Um, and it makes for a wonderful conversation. So we hope you guys enjoy. Let's get into it. Echo, but I can feel that, and then Chris sounds like he's pretty far away. Oh, oh, really? Playing tight. Oh no, no. Okay, now he's in. No, you're good. Oh, I, got, oh. I basically got to make out with this microphone. Yeah, then. no, he's got to deep throat that mic <laughs> just to get a little gain on it, if you know what I mean. You're, you're making some people a, a little, a little jelly. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dude, so how cool is this? Long, oh, yeah, man, th- this is like a long time coming. It is. It has been. I mean, I was. I was just hoping I could, you know, do the intro. I wanted to get the um, chicken in the corn song, and you know, just <laughs> do proper introduction. I've been, dude. I could. Of, I could waiting for this for a long time. I could literally pull up brushy one string right now. I think brushy one string would love to open the show. Yeah, but here's the pro. Okay, so here's the problem we ran into the last one. So the first song we did, Alex, that for uh, Chicken in the Corn is like his most popular song. And Instagram yeah. didn't give a shit when I posted it. And neither did YouTube. But last time we played one of his songs, which was not a super popular song, I got copyright infringement on both of them. So they pulled both of them. Like Ooh. they pulled part of it on YouTube and then, well, demonetize it which doesn't really matter for us at all on youtube but on instagram they wouldn't let me post it i was like really like the ones like the his shittiest song that has no plays that's the one that you're gonna hit us with well, the, annoying. well then give me a boom 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 we could i mean we could we could just do i mean let me just pull it up right here be epic give me a one string like one string wait alex how okay, how do you already <laughs> He's the best. It is fantastic. You know what's great? So I can so, properly introduce you guys. So you know, you know for a fact that he, Brushy One String, could never contract coronavirus. Like if there's a cure, it's probably in his mouth somewhere. Yeah, bourbon. For Lots sure. of alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Surely. Burn that virus right out. He's way ahead of everybody. For sure. Yeah, he is. He, and he, it, it, <laughs> it's so funny when I actually, you know, checked him out and I realized that he literally plays with one brushy string. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. I thought it was kind of like a... And until I really, you know, focused on the background, like on the sound of the guitar, I realized, dude, this dude actually only has one string. <laughs> yeah. Look him up. It was... That's what I really loved about him. So, so the best part is so, yeah, he's, he's, got, he's got one string and he has one tooth. He refuses to <laughs> learn the rest of the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah. screw this. Why is everyone playing with six strings and making this complicated? Yeah. I'm going to do it with one. <laughs> and he's built a career out of it. That's the crazy thing. I wish Brushy one string also had so one good. finger. He is. He actually yeah. isn't bad. No, that's the fucked up part. Is that he's actually pretty good. The man's got some soul. You know, he's very passionate. Yeah, I think you're yeah. confusing soul with gingivitis, but yeah, 
He's nah. got something. No way. I, I mean, I wouldn't want to be in the front yeah. row. <laughs> I was like, what is that smell? <laughs> yeah, could you imagine like a, just like a little subtle thing of spit hitting you? <laughs> oh, God, oh, no. Yeah, you can track anything and everything at the same time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <sighs> hey, so how's the Dominican, my friend? The Dominican is good. It's, uh, we're, we're back on a 45-day um, kind of, you know, soft contingency period where there's curfew again. Uh, mm. But it's, it's soon to be lifted. Oh, nice. I think, I think it's a smart choice based on how the uh, hospital and healthcare infrastructure is established here. Okay. Um, and the way that the culture the Dominican culture is and how everybody wants to gather around all the time and want to hang. It's not necessarily public places, but more of like recreationally. So right. it's, it's tiring. It's, it's fatiguing and it's annoying. And I had to come back um, earlier than expected from Miami just because of it. Cause I might've been stuck there for a month and a half. And um, you know, my, my apartment lease was coming up and I, I still don't know, when I'm going to get a new lease. So I just figured I'd come here and, and, and figure out everything here and then go back again next month. Yeah, that makes so sense. That's all right. That's smart. So are they, so in terms of like a 45 day shutdown, does that also mean air travel? Like uh, it, there's a resistance for you to be able to actually travel anywhere if you wanted to go or is that open? No, no, it is open, but there are internal regulation slash restrictions. So for mm. example, when I came in, um, and I don't believe there's any uh, public Ministry of Health uh, representative that's going to listen to this. But <laughs> at the time when I when I flew when I flew in, there was a protocol of where you had to like um, fill in some forms and and kind of like a declaration of what you were doing um, and where you were going to be and your contact information. So what I did was I scribbled everything. So I I if I would eventually slash potentially get, um, you know, asked about the, the information that I provided, I could just claim that I just wrote really ugly because you couldn't really understand my name, my address, my phone right. number. But then I got away with talking the, the, the chick that was receiving the forms in the airport out of it. So I was carrying, like, I bought a, uh, a, a surfboard and I was bringing my brother's suitcase, my suitcase. I had a bunch of shit on me. So I just, like, I kind of, like, talked her out of it. And I'm like, dude, I forgot. I didn't fill it out. And she Oof. let me go. Nice. So at the time, that, that was the, the, um, the, the protocol. Now they switched it to everybody has to bring a test within three to five days mm. uh, where you test negative. Or if not, you have to be placed on um supervision for 14 days um yeah it's 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 a pain in the butt but there's no actual restrictions to you know if i want to grab a flying head out i could right it's just too much to deal with right now yeah i hear that yeah that that's the so we've my wife and i have just been kind of going back and forth in terms of what we'd potentially want to do for vacation because usually the september time frame is when we do our big vacation every year and this year we were I'm here. partially thinking, yeah, yeah, no, I know. Trust me. Trust me. I, I've thought about it many times. 
Um, but yeah, so we were thinking potentially Hawaii again, or can we go back to Europe? And then, then, the, then the reality set in, and it wasn't so much like, I mean, think about how unrestricted that was a year ago. And yeah. now it's like nobody wants anybody from the United States going anywhere. No countries, like even Hawaii's like, we don't want you, <laughs> even though it's the same country technically. Europe's like, we don't want yeah. you. And that's weird because it's usually the opposite of that. And now it's like, I can't, I can't really go anywhere without some sort of quarantine. Like Hawaii right now, think about how ridiculous this is they make you if i were to fly to hawaii right now i've got a quarantine for 14 days well bye-bye vacation yeah, that's right like well, i'm not staying in hawaii for three weeks so <laughs> there's no vacation i just have I mean, to sit somewhere yeah i mean that is especially what you had to do here before um they 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 switched it up um, within the last week yeah. or so so if you take a test like a, it could be a rapid test, a quick uh, blood and lapses. And if you show that you're uh, negative or if you have the antibodies, but, but your other, you know, other um, components of the result say that you don't actively have it, um, you're, you're good to go. But if you don't provide it, um, a result, you know, at the airport, they can uh, super, they're going to make you quarantine and, and, but at the same at the same time, I think there's ways around that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Of you know course. what I'm saying? Wink, wink, wink. Yeah, wink. I, I, I would have to imagine that uh, some things talk louder than others, and you could probably get around. You know, someone being like, "Oh, look, he tested negative. See you later, Gator." As a person just stuffed their pockets uh, with two hundred fifty bucks, <laughs> or, or you know, or you just you know, let's just you know supervise and and check on this guy, but then. You know, some phone calls are made. Oh uh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Yeah, speaking of, did so I'm you? Feeling, I'm feeling we could we could go ahead and I, I can I please do the intro for this episode because I, I, I had something planned out earlier and I think it's come out pretty good. Just, Is it a song? No, it's just it's just an introduction because I I don't I don't want to let you guys take over and say what what episode this is because I want to take over the episode. Well, I, so, <laughs> I mean, so, yeah. so so I'm glad I didn't do the intro. And also, I thought about this earlier, Alex. I was like, well, I know like we no longer have to put any sort of ad in this episode because essentially, although I don't view it this way because there's a friendship there, like this whole episode yeah, exactly. is essentially an ad. Really, it's like. Oh my god! Gonna be somewhere like seventy like, plus minutes, of yeah. <laughs> like giant. What? Ad. It's like Inception. <laughs> you don't like you know if you say you know there's episodes friends you buy my cigar pack. It's like Inception if you do that. So oh, it it's is really not necessary. No, so 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 if you if you have an int- I want to hear it. I'm I'm just very intrigued right now. I mean, it's just essentially you know taking over what episode we're talking about here and just introducing you guys as the finer looking gentleman from Ohio. So hello, lads and lasses. Welcome to the hot ticket podcast. Thank you for joining us in episode one, six, nine. Correct. We may have skipped a few just to get at this glorious number. <laughs> this is your host for the day, Alexander Berzowski. And I'm lucky to be joined by the preceding hosts. The two finer-looking gentlemen from Ohio, Corey <laughs> Rupert and Christopher Octavius Allen. Ooh, I like Better that middle name. Uh, Cigar Garojo. Everybody buckle up. <laughs> Cigar be Garojo. A fun episode. Dude, that was fucking great. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Cue clap track. No one I has think... ever introed us before. 
I know. That's what I, you know what? Because I think if there's an individual that has seen, because I like to see them on on the YouTube. I don't right. want to say here. Right. See your episodes on YouTube more than me. It's probably got to be your dad. Other than me, I don't think there's anybody else that has seen <laughs> no. more episodes than me than the Hot Chicken Podcast. First of all. My I've dad never seen anybody <laughs> My dad doesn't know what YouTube is. <laughs> so yeah. you are I mean, it's funny too because you at, you even asked me this week, you're like, Well, when's it gonna be uploaded on YouTube? I'm like, Oh, I know. And the thing is, is like I try to get it all produced like at the same time, but it's sometimes kind of a struggle. So YouTube sometimes like I'll it'll lack like I used to be really bad about it. It would be like Tuesday it'll be out. Now I've got it on Mondays just the time frame is a bit different from the pod because I always produce the actual podcast to all the platforms before I do the YouTube. It comes last. So, oh shit, we lost him. We did. Yeah, we did. We. Well, lost he him. said he was only going to do an intro. <laughs> what if he was just like intro and I'm out? I think that's what he said. I expect. So, well, here's so here's a good opportunity for us. This is him calling back. This is Alex, owner of my cigar pack. Yeah. Since we didn't intro, keep him waiting. We'll intro him further. <laughs> keep him waiting. He'll call back. <laughs> I can't do that to him. Hey, buddy. That, that was totally me. I was adjusting my volume, and I, I, I hung up by mistake. I was just hoping it wasn't reception, but we actually took that those brief few moments to actually intro you. Yep. So there you <laughs> go. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, by, and by the way, by the way, I, 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 uh, since I saw your comment on YouTube where I, I had said something in the previous episode where I put someone in timeout, it definitely was not you. No, it so wasn't you. So you don't have to worry about that. I would never put you in timeout. You're, you're, too, you're too valuable to me as a friend to ever put you in timeout, unless you're being a real fucking prick. And then I'll tell you before I put you in timeout. But no, there was someone else that I put into, t- <laughs> that I put into timeout. I'm just really <laughs> pissed off about it. Okay, so <laughs> it's not you. I think I think I know who it is because he told me he was going to be on. Yeah, but, yeah. And I'm not going to say shit. So. No, I mean I'll say it. It's Omar from Fratello. There it is. It's fucking out there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Super <laughs> fucking annoying. Omar, Super annoying when you reach when someone reaches out to you and says I want to be on your show and I'm like cool man that would be great I love your stuff let's let's do it you put everything on the calendar nice neat you do your follow up the day before and say hey is everything ready to go here's a number that we can call into here's the plan here's the rules here's all this stuff and never fucking heard a peep so hopefully no no I'm going to follow up on him and um, <laughs> I'm going to make him sure I'm going to make sure he knows he's on timeout but at the same time let's uh Let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I'm trying. He hasn't to. said anything. Maybe something happened. May, I would feel so fucking bad if it did. But also, at the same time, that same night, he was like grilling a delicious looking steak like two hours after <laughs> when he was supposed to be on with us. So <laughs> it's kind of like, I'm um, more. I know, I know. You're, 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 and you know what? Here's the thing, Alex. Like, I, I never. Um, Chris and I have like, ne- I don't even think we've said it on the podcast, like as far as like listenership, how many people actually listen to the podcast. But last month was like a record month for us, like by far, like not even fucking close. And I was looking at the numbers and I was like, eh, his loss, <laughs> like his loss. It's all good. <laughs> I mean, I already Dude, I love that. I love that though, that you guys are, you guys are peaking. I love that. Oh yeah. I already, and I think you guys have done an amazing job over the last couple of years. Thanks man. So I just want to put that out there that, you know, as I told you guys, when we first connected, I think you were kind of like the first 
really different concept that I saw in terms of media. Um, and I told you, I hit you guys up way before we launched. Like I hit you guys up initially, I think it was like September of 2018 yep. and we launched by the end of summer of 2019. So, you know, kudos to you guys. I love what you're doing. I'm always going to support you. I don't care if you hang out with Dave from Cigar Club all the time. <laughs> I get a little jealous, but I get over it after a while. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I love those guys. I, I think they do an amazing job. Oh, that's so Dave fun. seems like a cool guy. <laughs> yeah, he is a very nice guy. Yeah, the funny thing is, is he actually moved from uh, Boca Raton, Florida to Cincinnati. So he lives like... He's close. 40 minutes from us. So like, I, and I even told him the first time I met him, I'm like, who the fuck moves from Boca to Cincinnati? Like, what kind of crazy person do you have to be? And he's like, I don't like hot weather and I don't like the beach. And I was like, that's weird as well. <laughs> that's kind of an odd thing. Yeah, this is pretty weird, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just told him, I was like, I'd just flip-flop. Like, I'd go, because I, I actually go uh, to Boca. Well, I was before this shit. I go down there once a year for fishing. So I'm always, that's where I stay is in like Deerfield area, Boca area. And I was like, I'll just, oh, dude, we could have just swapped. Like you have my house, I have your house and fucking be done with it. But you know, obviously if you were anywhere near me, I would hang out with you way more. So it's, you know, but you just happen to be in a whole yeah. other fucking country. So <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll, I mean, that's what I say to myself. I, you know, I get over it after a while. I get a little jealous, but then it's, it's fine. You know what's weird to think about, though? Like, if it weren't for coronavirus and quarantine, like, we would have probably already been down there. Like, we would have already visited you. Like, that would already have been done. Like, it was already in the plans. Chris and I already talked about it. Like, hey, what's the best, you know, what's the most conducive time to do this? You know, and coordination and going down there and doing what we talked about before. And it's like, it's unbelievable to me how many wrenches have been thrown into this fucking world, like the existence of the world, just because of a virus. It's crazy to me. Like viruses hit all the fucking time, all the literally all the time. H1N1, you get like swine flu, bird flu, all this shit, and it's like this one just ruined the world, all in just one foul swoop. It's crazy. Fuck it. Yeah, it took us all by surprise, man. It sucks, but I think you just gotta make the best out of it. Yeah, that, and that's a good that's a good perspective. Um, the uh, so on another note, the Ohio governor. Not that you would give a shit, but he just contracted coronavirus like yesterday or two days ago. So I was like, well, that sucks. <laughs> like this guy's been like, wear wear your fucking mask, and then he ended up getting it. And I was like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> that's but bad. he ended up getting it anyway. Yeah, and exactly. I, you see my point. Well, there's a conspiracy that he did it because he didn't want to meet with Donald Trump the other day. <laughs> this is so much oh, just... <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Left this. Oh yeah, the it's con- so the cons- political. The conspiracies. Trust me, they're out there. And I was like, no, I think he's being pretty genuine. I think he has it because he's like been away from his fucking family and the whole thing. It's crazy. Anyway, let's get off that topic. I do have a serious question for you. Um, just because I, I was actually going to like put something out the other day, but I-, I wanted to save the topic for you just because your cigar knowledge. So what do you think about the whole Nat Sherman thing? Oh, wow. Um, fucker. Um, <laughs> I think, <laughs> I-, I think it's a, it's a big loss for the industry just because of their emotional and uh, I say emotional and transcending value to the cigar industry and what, you know, that, that brand itself represents for the city of New York, for the, for the industry as a whole, you know, it, you know, Joel Sherman and the whole Sherman family and the, and the name behind it and everything that came behind it and, and how the history evolved, 
the factory that they work with directly in the Dominican Republic that produce a big chunk um, of what they do as a, as, as a whole it was or you know is or was for them. Um, I think it's a symbol of what big um, conglomerates are going to do or potentially going to do to this industry. Um, but at the same time, it's an opportunity for other uh, for others to grow. You know, at the same time that big companies are, are showing um, losses and 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 uh, in, in revenue and and uh, reducing their market shares, at the same time, smaller boutique brands are booming. We just have to see how the regulations are gonna, you know, are gonna are gonna be reflected and are actually gonna be. Um, uh, permeated in the in the industry long term, not just right now, not just warnings, not just substantial equivalents. Because substantial equivalents, there's ways around it, right? Um, and and I think I think it's just how the market can adapt, uh, and how the the patterns of commerce are going to adapt and and going to react to it. I think it's it's very saddening uh, for a lot of people that were um, directly involved with it. Um, you know, one individual that comes to mind that I'm not sad for, um, after I, I, I just think of his kind of like emotional rupture with the brand is Michael Herklotz, because he's one of the most respected individuals right. at, at a such a young age, such a gentleman. Uh, so he's, it's going to be fun to see where he's, he's going to, you know, step his, uh, speed at oh. or feet in oh, and, yeah. you know. It's unfortunate, but you know we move on. Yeah, I would say don't don't you feel like Michael is that type of guy that would be essentially he would be wanted by I feel like most people if not already lined something up as far as a progression in his career and where he can make an even probably bigger impact. Like I feel like it's he's just one of those guys that anybody would be thrilled to have as a part of their organization. That's the way I feel about because I I, I I respect that guy to no end. Yeah, I cannot agree more. Um, and the fact that he, um, in a lot of ways, when you get to know him or when you, you got to know him in the process of him really getting involved with um, the Casas family and the Placencia family and Pro Cigar and all these entities actually being directly involved with the factory scene. You know, this is a guy that doesn't just read a book and, and goes and get a, you know, a sommelier uh, certificate and talk to you about blending. This is a guy that comes here and and spends a week smoking pure grade tobacco for the last you know 10 12 years and and the guy who um you know i i don't like to use the word master blender and i think you need a lot of age and respect to get that but he is a blender he is a guy that understands tobacco that understands production and that is a big asset to him so i'm not sure if he has anything lined up if i were him and i i you know don't wouldn't want to say that i would be in shoes i think that i would take my time and understand how the industry is going to adapt and how the industry is going to react. You know, some people threw around um, uh, that I've spoken to, you know, maybe become the head of uh, PCA or whichever entity, Cigar Rights of America, uh, what have you. And I think he's just better off doing what he innately does so good, which is promoting, you know, the product and blending and getting involved. And, you know, I think he's, He's he's very well lined up with a lot of people, and he's yeah. he's gonna he's gonna be do he's gonna do good anywhere, man. Yeah, yeah, I I completely agree. And you know what? He's like the only guy. 
So obviously, <clears throat> you know Chris and I, and, and you've seen the way that we dress and the way that we represent ourselves. And I would say the luxury part of what cigars are um, has just escaped Chris and I completely. And, and, and oftentimes in satirical nature, we, we poke fun out of it and we make fun of it. Um, but he is the <laughs> kind of guy who, who lives, he, he like, he, it, it kind of, I don't know, emanates from his core that he has that luxury lifestyle piece to him. Like he's got that look and he's got that feel, the but I like, just don't give a shit. Like he's just so fucking cool. Like he makes it make sense for me yeah. and he makes it cool where like other people I go, you're trying too hard. And for him, I'm like, Oh no, you've nailed all of that. That's incredible. Like that's the kind of person that he is. I feel like the personality and all that, it just all works together. And he's really one of the only people I kind of look at that and go, yeah, it all makes sense. The embodiment of class. Oh yeah, for sure. In the industry. For sure. Yeah. The, the Sinatra of cigar. Yeah. I <laughs> love it. Hey, so you, um, you clued, I feel like you had something you were wanting to clue us in on or were going to clue us in. You, cause yeah. you, you clued, you clued me in on, um, and one of the upcoming packs and I'm going to shit my britches, um, which is just going to be absolutely fucking incredible. I'm so stoked. But so was that what you wanted to clue us in on or is there something completely different that I need to know about? Well, yeah, I mean, I shipped. Uh, first of all, I shipped them out this morning mm-hmm. to you both. I saw that. You should have in the next couple of days. Um, I shipped the same one this time. I, I didn't do two different, so you both would have. I know you love a couple of cigars in there, and I know you want to try at least one of them that maybe hasn't um, gone to your local shop yet yeah. that's in there, so I just sent you two. And um, what I did, I wanted to mention, and it's going to be the first time that somebody hears it now, um, other people will probably speak about it uh, in upcoming weeks, is that we are finally taking two big feedbacks that we've gotten over the last six months from people, and we're simplifying our system to two strengths. So we're doing, we're eliminating the mild, and we're just doing mild to medium and medium to full. Nice. Um, starting in September. Um, the, me- the mild uh, pack was very... Um, I'm going to throw a pun in here, very mildly populated. And the feedback was from a lot of people was that, you know, I don't mind a little more power, a little more kick to it. Um, and and it, this just leaves what the medium pack was essentially becoming, uh, which was a combination. Right. And that's going to be replaced by some nice cool feature that we're launching in cigar yard website is actually migrating as we speak um we have the six pack builder so you could just grab any six cigars could be the six same cigars or six different cigars and uh make a six pack and you get a 15 percent discount out of it in cigar yard so if what you want is a mix that's going to be in cigar yard. That's now, cool. My shit. cigar pack is going to have two main strengths. It's going to have the mild to medium, including mild, uh, mild to medium and medium bodied cigars, and the medium to full, you know, medium, medium to plus, and, and full bodied cigars. Um, that's one. And the second change is that we will be um, uh, printing from our uh, opaline uh, recycled fiber papers with the same inserts. We're going to be printing the the main just the brand and the name of the five cigars that would be coming in the pack 
so that if you don't really want to use the QR code and, and kind of like, you know, scroll into the details because you know them already or because you just don't want to do that, you can just read what the cigars are and then do that later. That's cool. So those are, those are the two changes. Nice. I like that. So, yeah. you know what? I think one of the cool things is, is that, <clears throat> so I'm a huge proponent of feedback and then, especially if you're soliciting and asking for it, and then, of course, sometimes course correcting or making changes based upon that feedback. Because I think there's so many... There's so many people who I think put a feedback system in place and it's just as a formality and it's just to appease a populace and saying that like, hey, we listen to you, we care. But it's totally different when you're soliciting feedback, people are giving you feedback and you actually make an attempt to react to it, which is what you're doing. And I think that's awesome. Um, and, and the fact that like it's actually what it sounds like, Alex can correct me if I'm wrong, is going to offer up a bit of simplification as well. I don't know, is that a word? Simplicity? Simplicity. Correct, yeah. Simplicity, yeah. yeah. And it's going to offer that up at the same time. I couldn't do it, man. Someone would give me feedback. He'd be like, Chris would double down. You know, I hear you, but you're fucking wrong. <laughs> Chris is going to go <laughs> tier one through three mild, tier one you through three what? medium. You know what? I know what I'll do for you. You want your mild still? I'll call it the pussy pack. You want the pussy pack? <laughs> I'll get you the pussy pack. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I remember that. The, uh, the Matt Booth episode where you are talking about potentially... You know, the potential idea of coming up with your own brand. He's like, don't fucking do don't. it. And, Chris, and Corey's like, okay, all right, we hear you. And Chris is like, I don't care. I'm going to double down on it. We're going to do it. <laughs> yeah, as soon as you I tell Chris, you. like, so I'm the type of person that it very much operates on a sense of logic and reason. Like, that's just the way my head works. Um, so I will take a culmination of data and then from that discern whether yeah, this is the way I want to go or don't want to go. Do I proceed? Do I not? And Chris is kind of like an emotionally driven person. So when someone tells him no, he's like, fuck you, I'm doing it. <laughs> You're just like, God damn it. <laughs> I could be rational. I, mean, I, I love that. I love that theory. It's like, you know, it's like doubling down on, on, on a color in a casino. It's like probability. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. You know, odds and probability versus, you know, stubbornness and just taking the same path until you know, you succeed and find the diamond. I love that stubbornness, Chris. Keep, keep, keep doing it, brother. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. it's good that he does because it, it creates a balance between the two of us um, where Chris will have these grandiose ideas and then, and then I'm kind of devil's advocate and I go, well, what about this? And what about this? What about this? And typically what that does is it, it creates a good middle ground for this, I would say, <clears throat> really high sense of creativity is just balanced out by I would say risk assessment a little bit more on my end. And then it, it usually hits and blends right in the middle and we go, all right, there's a sweet spot. Let's move forward with doing this thing. Mm -hmm. So it, it actually works out really well between the two of us. Now, if it was either one of us, let's say I was exactly like him, he was exactly like me. Oh, we'd have been fucked like, a long time I had, ago. I had a cigar idea that I threw <laughs> towards Corey and I was like, dude, hear this fucking shit out. I was like, you know the Calibra Vitola? He's like, yeah, you know, they're like three like rope woven cigar. Yeah. I was like, what if we did that, but we didn't wind it to the end and we let it kind of flower out at the top, but it was eight of them and we called it the Medusa. And he's like, I don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> I was like, nah. That is so great. But, but, but probably that not. That is so great. <laughs> I, get, I get behind that, Chris. If you ever do that, I'll, I'll put him in the pack. What's, sa sure. what's sad is, dude, you get a better big fucking pack for that thing. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Oversized shipments yeah. coming. 
Um, so I, I yeah. wanted, I wanted to ask you this question. I, so part of me was thinking like, okay, we're going to record this episode. And I know for a fact I could talk for hours. Unfortunately, I can't because I have someone coming through my house in like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so we, depending on how this goes, we may have to have a part two. But so I am intrigued and you and I have talked numerous amounts of times. We literally message every single day. I don't know that we've ever missed a day. Hmm. You send me some. You talk every day? Uh yeah, hmm. we at least message every day. We definitely message every day. That's weird. And I don't. Some really, I don't seem to get any of these. There's some really hilarious shit, Chris. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. That it's like we definitely can't name names, <laughs> and we cannot yeah, expose sure. certain people. But there is some really funny shit. <laughs> Alex will occasionally send me stuff. I, I feel like we probably should lump Chris into this. <laughs> to some of the ridiculous. I think stuff. But the thing is, the thing is that you're 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 way more active. He is um, with like the stories and what have you. Oh yeah. Like when Chris does it, what I just do, I just like, I just tag Cigar Corojo. I'm like, dude, like, you should funnel this. <laughs> yeah. Cigar Corojo. Yeah. Like, so all I think of when Chris puts it up, it's like, why aren't you doing a Cigar Corojo, dude? I know. I can't get Chris to post on social media to save his life. Trust me. If, if he would have really run with the Cigar Corojo thing, it'd be one of the like fastest growing cigar Instagram dude, accounts. Dude, I don't want to put sure. on makeup every day. Are you fucking No, we me? just need to do a photo shoot. <laughs> Dude, I will snap. I can snap 500 photos and give you content for more than a year. All right. Well, I want some really classy lingerie, but I'm not buying it. You're the man. <laughs> okay. Oh, speaking of, so so Alex came up with the idea, and Chris, I don't. Does Chris does he know about this, Alex? I don't. Yeah, I told him. Okay, that's what I thought. So Jesse, yeah, from Hand Rolled, is, yeah. is <laughs> did he actually create the account? Yes, he did. I'm following him. I, I, I think I posted him yesterday on, on my story. Yeah, so Jesse has a Cigar Daddy account, so he can be... <laughs> oh, you're basically shit. his bottom bitch, is, <laughs> is what it's going to be now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so, so Yeah, so I've been, I've been on his ass for a while. That, um, every time he posts something, I'm like, bro, like, you should seriously stop doing this through your account and create like the cigar pappy like you know the cigar poppy and um he's like damn it it's taken and i thought he was joking i'm like dude are you seriously want like do you want to do it so um we checked out the cigar daddy and there's um, it's like a weird profile of like older men i'm sure or posted there i think i've like shit we can't do that (laughs) (laughs) we can't do that and then we found um um cigar daddy official and uh, he started, I mean, he, I think he's only done two posts. And uh, the other day I put up a story and I just, just, I was floundered by a beautiful idea of just like linking up Cigar Daddy Official and Cigar Corojo. And I just, <laughs> I want to see people's reaction. And some people just like laugh, but I put it up in the story. Like I reposted one of his, his, his first post and I tagged you with Cigar yeah. Corojo and I said like collab coming soon, some shit like that. And everybody was like cracking up. Dude, you've got it. So, so, I should, here, so here's here's the thing. Because Alex, <laughs> if we don't get Chris to commit it and to admit it on air, he'll never follow through. So the reality now has to be this, Chris. You're not even posting on your other account anyway. So I'll stop. I tagging. have been improvement. Yeah, but it's it's minimal. Let's be honest. Yeah. All right. Sporadic. So. So what I'll do is I'll just start tagging Cigar Corojo to force your interaction with that account, which Jesse can do on his end as well. Mm-hmm. So then we'll yeah. just start creating an influx of activity to kind of force yeah. your hand a little bit into actually 
being more active and proactive That's fine. in social media. The first photo I just want... Just put a female filter on some of the, the stuff first, and you're good. The first photo I want is me in a nice lingerie, like with my like Marge Simpson reddish hair going like three feet off my head Yeah, and really drag makeup. <laughs> But I'm going to be like, check out these melons and the cigars resting across the melons, but I'm literally just holding melons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's that the, would work It's out. the biggest fucking jab towards those women. <laughs> I think that would actually be pretty good. There's a lot, there's a lot we yeah, can do. There's definitely great. a lot we can do. So, I, Alex, I appreciate you. Uh, you're, you're kind of been the curator of, of sorts of that whole initiative. He's not going like. to be my pimp, though. Oh, he's... Cigar he's, Corojo yeah. is so low. Nope. No, you're the bottom bitch. No cigar dad, like but that's the whole point of uh, cigar daddy, um, cigar daddy official. He's your pin. Yeah, you don't really have a chance. Then I'm gonna have to do makeup to where I look bruised. <laughs> Dude, pimps don't always beat. <laughs> yes, they do. They beat their women. Not always. That's how you keep a hoe in check. There's some good pimps out there. Bullshit. It's very respectable. Yeah. I don't believe it. You ever yeah. seen Seinfeld? There's some good ones. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, you can't really play around these days after the Me Too movement. No, definitely not. Nope, you've got to... Speaking you, of, I am uh, smoking a Me Too. Oh, nice. I was going to say, where the fuck are you going with this? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? You're like, speaking of... <laughs> Alex is like, speaking of beating women, do I have a story for you? I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. The reason that I can't cigar, fly right now... <laughs> that cigar is so goddamn good. What should I say? <laughs> I'm so glad you're smoking that because I smoked one two days ago. I swear to God, I don't know what it is. It just, it's, just, it never, it never gets bad. There's never a bad experience I've had with that cigar. Dude. It was my favorite. I think I'd rated it my favorite release of last year. Dude, me too. Shut up. It is in my top 10. So uh, I'm just going to say this Pete Johnson, when I smoke the cigar, you make me wiggle my Johnson. You're a genius, <laughs> my man. Dude, it is, <laughs> this is a great cigar, dude. It is so good. I absolutely love. I mean, I loved it because it was so different from everything else, and also good. There's things that are different that are shitty, yeah. And then there's different that separates itself in the best it's, manner possible. It's, it's so amazing. good when I'm in cigar Corojo mode. I just shove it between my legs and sit on a giant subwoofer <laughs> and listen to some <laughs> trap music. <laughs> oh fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. So, Alex, um, <laughs> got it. So, I, I, what I want to do is rhyme because you had actually said something earlier, and I want to go back to the timeline. So, you were talking about, and the first time you interacted yeah. with us was back in like late 2018. You launched in 2019. Yeah. I want to know why you wanted to do this because I don't know that I ever asked you that question. Why Cigar Pack? Yeah. Why, the, why the reason for doing this? When at the time there was other people already doing something similar in terms of like the monthly pack. So the separation of what you're doing and why get into that kind of business? What was your thought process? Yeah, that is a fantastic question and it can have uh, a very complex answer, but I'm going to simplify it as much as I can because we don't, we, I think we have like 45 minutes. Um, so go way back uh, in 2012, I was in upstate New York. I was doing an international business associate in uh, Ithaca. And one of my projects, I did a uh, subscription service model for a fitness program called, um, at the time, I think it was Fitbox uh, or Musclebox. The Fitbox. And at the time, Musclebox existed, and I was just 
it was so good that my professor told me that he wanted to endorse it or whatever and such a good idea maybe it wasn't really well um you know composed but at the same time you know i, I got inspired i came back i talked about it with my father um that was literally the same year that i started working with with hochi um and cigars i had loved cigars at the time but it was something that was way b- before its time uh in terms of the cigar world so i really thought that a lot of things were going to shift into subscription service before that even was a thing or before i even knew that was a thing uh and then everything started becoming you know uh, becoming t- adapted into the subscription model um fast forward um what seven seven years uh sorry six years uh, i'm still in pro cigar um uh, director of business for Pro Cigar in my second year in contract, and I'm, I'm having a fantastic job. I'm mentored by Hank Kellner, by um, Lito Gomez, um, hanging out with all these guys every on a weekly basis, interacting with them, learning more than I even had with the four and a half years that I worked with Hochi. Um, and you know, I just started to get hungry for different things. I wanted to see how I wanted to venture out because. My father had always been pushing me, you know, just open your own factory, do your stuff, like start your small brand. It was something that I wasn't really that passionate about as much as I was to intermediate, you know, create a consulting company, create a marketing structure potentially. And um, one of my best friends, but sorry, my best friend's uh, father um, connected me with, with uh, some individuals at the same time that my previous boss. Um, Ho Chi's nephew, um, Vinny Vinicio, who um, handles the Cibao brand, um, ventured out of the company and started his own distribution company in Miami. And he, you know, he invited me over there. I flew over to Miami mid 2018 while I was, again, still working with Pro Cigar. And um, I bought into the company a very small percentage. And um, he also absorbed Ho Chi's old importing company. Um, that really opened my eyes and I was kind of like getting into the scene of what I could potentially be doing, intermediating, not necessarily forming part of a factory or forming part of a brand, which was something that I never discarded, but wasn't something that I was, you know, really looking forward to first and other things. And, um, one of my, my, as I said, this, this person uh, who is my partner today, um, he, uh, introduced me to some Brazilian individuals, and we were we started a project for a, for a Brazilian brand produced over Hochi's. And um, when everything was going to launch, we had the whole project. We were, we're going to go over Brazil. They bailed on us, and it wasn't a negative thing. I never took it personally. I just you know it never took off because they had to go and work with the new elect president Bolsonaro, and. The story really got interesting, and he told me, you know, I got you into this, and I know that you're hungry to do other things. You know, what will you want to do? And I told him at the time, like, I think there's a big um, hole, and I think there's a disruption, uh, a disruptive niche in the market that we can attack. And with all my relationships and with all our connections and with, you know, our synergy, we can do something really cool. And that's a specialized, um, retail, which would be subscription service or kind of like boutique um, online retail store. Um, he took me over to 
our other partners and we introduce each other. We talk for a while. These are all fantastic individuals and we hit it off and they, they said, hey, if you want to build a business plan, let's do it. So I invited them over IPCPR at the end of summer. Um, they went with me. Um, they, they got to see the world and they were pretty surprised of, of the potential. And, you know, one thing led to the other, I showed them a business plan uh, I created from uh, end of summer until around October. We had our first um, informal board meeting in October and we all said, hey, you know, I'm willing to invest this, this and that. And then let's go. Let's go for it. At a time, mind you, it's late 2018. I haven't heard of any of, this, of the small Cigar of the Month clubs or anything that wasn't CigarClub.com, Pravada, or GoodCigar.co. Mm-hmm. Um, everything else was really not in the heat of the moment like it is now with, I'm not going to mention because it's, it's essentially killing my, my own marketing, <laughs> sure. but it wasn't that hot at the time. You know, it was something that I understood that if we developed something really uh, fundamental, we could be different and we are different. We really are different than anybody else out there. I think a lot of people do a great job. I think, um, some, um, Online catalog companies are not catalog companies, just online retailers um, have kind of been put in check in a way, and they've adapted to specializing a little more in their clubs. I think you kind of get the gist of who I'm talking about here that's yep. become pretty big, um, uh, other than obviously what Pravada and CigarClub.com are doing. Um, and, you know, we just started it I, before I resignated, or I didn't resignate, I just didn't. Um, renew my contract in March of 2019, I started working every, you know, when I finished, uh, I left the office, I worked every day, every night on the project. I would go to Miami every month, starting October of 2018, before we even had the the company there, before we had the warehouse, before we had everything. Um, I would go every month and start meeting up with people. You know, I would go to Oliva, I would go to, you know, this and that and what have you. I just threw a name there because, uh, you know, when I would visit them, they said, dude, yes, of course, we'll support you. I don't know how big that's going to grow. I, I don't know how much potential it's going to have. You know, one day I drove over to Davidoff and uh, it was a four and a half hour drive. I sat there for 15 minutes with um, the, one of the director of sales. We had a 15 minute meeting and then I drove back again in Miami four and a half hours. Um, it, there's a lot of intention behind it. There's a lot of passion to it. There's a lot of, 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 of really, you know, desire to do something different and to do something that was, you know, well worth for the consumer, for the brand. And, you know, if you understand this business, you know that there's not a lot of margins except, you know, if you really grow and, and, and that's part of it. If you, we've always said it, we grow together. Um, that's, that's why we exist. We exist to, show people different stuff to um, educate them in a way. And, and I, I don't mean it in a, in a superior way that I don't everything, you know, I don't like to put tasting notes because your tasting notes are yours, not mine. Right. You know, you can taste vanilla in a cigar and I can taste cinnamon and not taste any vanilla at all. And I'm okay with people that say that you have to subjectively break it down. I don't have a problem with people that thinking that other people have superior palates and they want to break down a cigar for you. Hey, go ahead. There's like a 50, 50 ratio for people that want to read that and want to hear that right. and want to get blown away by that. And there's a 50% that really doesn't care of it and wants to just enjoy and get to know the brand. And if they like it, you know, go to your shop and support them and go buy the cigar. So it was at the time 
you know, it was something that really evolved really quickly, but it was very methodical and fundamental. That's why we launched um, midsummer, and we only launched because we had everything. We had a few months with inventory um, sitting in our in our agent room that we meticulously prepared, and I was still flying back and forth. There was a time that I was going twice a month, um, and you know, parental parentheses here. I don't stay in Miami because I don't have uh, citizenship just yet. Um, that's why I come back here. Uh, if not, I would be 24/7 in the warehouse. Although I don't need to because I I like to have this certainty and proximity to factories just being in my country. Um, and we have an amazing team that handles everything in the warehouse. Um, I go every month, I set up everything that needs to be set up. I have the meetings I need to have to have, and then I'll come back eventually I'll move there. Um, but the point is we, we took pretty much a year to launch because we wanted everything to be done correctly. Not just, you know, not just venture out there and see what worked or not. We're doing it in a way, in a big way, we're kind of adapting, seeing what works. And, and you know, uh, some things are double-edged swords, you know, like uh, get on. If you don't like it, cancel anytime. Well, everybody, a lot of people don't really have pre-cancellations. A lot of people have prepayments, and that says a lot from our character and what we're trying to bring to people. Right. Um, and a lot of time that plays against us because a lot of people come in, take advantage of your $10 off, you know, pay 25 bucks for a retail package that's worth $70 and then they cancel just, just to take advantage of the deal. And we're not doing that. We're not pricing this to give you a deal. We're pricing this how we're pricing it to make it structurally um, logic for you to stay in a subscription that's going to provide you with something that you could buy essentially in your local shop. But, you know, it's going to be effortless delivered in a fun way that you could engage, that you could learn, and you can say, hey, I like this, I'm going to go back and get more of it. Not because, you know, that local shop has a tier that has to meet, that has a threshold that has to meet to get a bonus or to get discounts for this brand or because the brand owner or because the shop owner likes that brand or because brands are finding for shelf space. You know, and it's in a way, it's also sprouted into a way for people to say, hey, dude, I had the cigar and I have so many people that interact with me every day that don't buy from Cigar Yard that ju- are just subscribed in, in Cigar Pack and they're loyal to their shops and go every day and smoke at their shop that they say, hey, this cigar was not in my shop and I took it to the to the owner. I told him this cigar is fantastic. Get it. And it's it's part of what we tell brands. You know, it, it, it it's marketing 24-7 and I don't tell you, hey, just you know, give me the cigar. I buy the cigars. You know, there's obviously a special program that we have with friends. I have never asked for one cigar in my life because I would, I've been part of that side, you know, I've been yeah. part of the brand. I've been, I, I, I went for, uh, for five, four or five IPCPRs without actually being part of a sales team, you know, without having any experience in sales and probably selling shit, but I was part of the sales team. I was repping a brand. I understand what the value of the brand is and I understand what the costs are and I, you know, um, but that's pretty much, um, a one hour thesis on how we, we got started with our back at Cigar Yard. But what I do have to say is that we're just getting started. We're doing so many different fun things like this next few months are going to be really, really fun. And I think, you know, the real, real fun and, and growth starts, um, beginning Q1 of 2021. So, nice. you know, it's been fun. It's been amazing, and 
that's pretty much it, dude. All you have to say is on your on your package or your subscriptions, not endorsed or approved by the FDA, but our cigar packs cure COVID or prevent COVID. <laughs> And you will watch sales explode. Dude, why don't you do that? Why don't you do the COVID cure pack? Oh my God, that'd be sweet. Like put that Carl Malone, put the Carl Malone back in there, dude. Get the mailman back in there. That'd be, dude, if Carl Malone hasn't cured at least seven different things, I'd be shocked. Yeah. Yeah. And and use the hashtag uh, better than a mask. (laughs) Yes. Dude, that would exactly. be great. I don't even know if you could actually do that with without getting in trouble. I don't I feel like COVID's come on so fast that like I think a lot of times people think the government has rules. Like these hard and fast rules where like this is the protocol to support this whole thing. I don't think people realize that yeah. that's not the case. Like they don't know any more than anyone else does. And like if I'm sure if you ask someone a question like, do we have to do this? Do we have to do this? They'd be like, um, maybe. I don't know. I feel like everybody yeah. thinks there's like these definitive guidelines. I bet you could do something like that. But yeah. also don't listen to Chris's ideas. It'll probably get you in trouble. No, it's a really good idea what I'm saying. The COVID you know, cure pack, dude. You just, you just say, as Magic Johnson is to AIDS, my <laughs> oh cigar my pack God. is to COVID-19. <laughs> we'll beat it. Yeah, we'll beat I mean, it. <laughs> these are fantastic ideas. And these are obviously ideas that I would, um, I would, I would pursue. But it, I think they're in the same parameter and we'll talk about this off, off <laughs> air, but of, of what we were dming about earlier um cory uh about this you know remember the picture screenshot and what we talked about and something yes. that was mentioned in your previous episode i don't want to get into it i really don't want to get into it yeah yeah yeah. but it's kind of in, in that same line you know what i'm saying it's like yeah it's you know it's sketchy it's just it's yeah. sketchy yeah, yeah you, we don't we don't want You'd be towing the line way too hard. <laughs> exactly. Especially if you say something exactly. like, your packs are similar to Magic Johnson <laughs> with curing it. Like, sorry. Come on. It's brilliant, man. <laughs> I just don't think that's, that's going to fly. It takes bold ideas. So, so Alex, you are shit like a year into this, right? And, of course, you have these plans to do more and more and more. Have you achieved in that year time frame what you thought you were going to achieve? Like what you set out to achieve in a first year in 365 days or 364 days and a quarter technically. Yeah. Did you achieve what you'd hoped to achieve? In terms of uh, numbers, no. But I've never been a number guy. I've always been an impact. I've been a branding guy. I've always been more of a, a feel and, and, and uh, you know, perspective. And in and, and, and that sense, I think we've exceeded, um, you know, there's, we may not be close to the, the top three in terms of, of, of numbers, but we definitely have made our, our impression on our mark in so many, in so much more people that I thought we would. Um, and it's just a matter of how we can continue to adapt and how we can continue to learn because you know, I never, I didn't know how to market these specific, like I've, I haven't had a personal Instagram for, I want to say four years. I was, my cigar pack has essentially been my, 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 my baby and my toy, how to play it on. And so I don't know, you know, I can't put a story yet and like do the swipe up. I haven't done a story like that yet because I just don't know how to do it. 
You know what I'm saying? It's right. I'm not a techie guy. These, these, a lot of these marketing concepts, I don't understand them. And I'm getting, I'm just getting to know them, and I'm just getting to understand what's bullshit and what's not. Right. You know. So in terms of number, I think you know, ask me this question in a, a year from now, and I'm going to tell you, Corey, I can assure you that we've exceeded um, our our expectations and goals. Um, but right now, in terms of branding, in terms of people being happy with the product and in terms of people being impressed with like design and concept and, and the, the, the customer service has always been um, a priority to me. And I don't think, you know, there's a day that goes by that I'm not on my phone answering emails or answering DMs till, you know, one, two in the morning. Um, and it's all me behind the customers. I have an amazing team, right. by the way. I yeah. never, it's not about me. It's, it's about the team. I have an amazing graphic designer. I have an amazing programmer. I have an amazing support team. I uh, just have an amazing logistics team in, in Miami that handles a warehouse. Just an amazing overall team. And the brands and manufacturers, everybody they engage is what engages with us is what makes um, my cigar pack what it is. It's, not a, it's never been about me and it never will be about me. That's why it's taken me so long to be comfortable with showing my face. Yeah. And, you know, it's just been this last month that I did my first interview, like showing my face. And now we have a bunch lined up. I'm going to start, you know, revamping the YouTube channel. Um, we, this today, actually, we were, we were working on the lights for the new studio. We're going to be shooting videos every, every day. And it's not going to be stuff like you. It's not going to be stuff like everybody. It's going to be super different. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to grab the pack. I'm going to break them down and say, hey, this was in this pack. Right. This is what we're all about. We're going to talk about different shit. We're going to have people here. We're going to have two chairs. We have lounges. Potentially, manufacturers are going to come over to Santo Domingo and sit down with me and have a cigar. So it, it, you know, you have. I think the, it gives a lot of people. Go yeah. ahead. No, you have the right idea though, man. Because like, here's the thing: like, not everybody understands this until you really dive into it. But this is a slow-growing industry. I can't think of one yeah. person that's gone like, yeah, I like made it big in a year, you know? Yeah, it is. And, and like, right. that's, that's something to be said. Now, if you have some like little mountain peaks poking through your bra, sure, you'll grow fast. But like for the majority of us who don't have vaginas and titas, like <laughs> this, is a, this is a slow and, and – uh, it's a grind determined and tenacity based industry. Like you got to be in it for the long haul. Yeah. yeah. There's no like getting sure. rich overnight. No, there is like, no rich. I, I, yeah, I feel like exactly. there's, I feel like there's barely get rich at all. <laughs> it's like, you're, you're like, uh, you're doing this as a passion play and this is fulfillment. Not to say that you can't make money doing it, but it's, it, I think it is a different industry in that way from what I can tell. Yeah. Fuck the FDA. Also, so Alex, you'd mentioned you'd mentioned something about um, some excitement around what would be coming in Q1 of 2021. What? Because I wanted to ask you earlier, and this was the second, I guess, essentially the second part to the last question, which was goal achievement. But then also, what do you want to achieve going forward? So, what are the next steps? What is the progression? What is the next iteration of your business? And is there anything that you can tease for the future? There's nothing specific that I can tease, but certainly with 
what we're trying to revamp with both websites, My Cigar Pack and Cigar Yard, and how we want to vertically, literally vertically integrate them together and fuse them and, and, and interconnect them. We want to really focus on how we can involve people, you know, people like you and people like consumers. Right. Um, and, and that's really something that I don't think anybody has really explored very much into. And I think we have some ideas that could potentially work. Um, we just have to see how, you know, they, they, they are developed and how, you know, Q4 of 2020 plays out with the small changes that we're going to be, you know, coming up with and, and playing around with. And uh, there's nothing really specific, but I do want to involve people that are part of uh, my cigar pack and cigar yard in a way. And I think that's going to be um, that's going to be interesting. What if it was like a marketing? Hey, I'm going to do a marketing pitch. Uh, what if it was like Cigar Corojo, right? And uh, yeah, she's got she's holding in her in her left hand a my cigar pack, and she's holding up so the camera can see it. But in the other hand, she's stuffing five of your dongers in her mouth, <laughs> like. Hey. I feel like if you want to sell a pack, marketing. yeah. <laughs> if you want to sell a pack, that's that might work, man. I think Chris pack, just pack wants to. Friends, and you got a pack. I think he just wants to stuff five cigars in his mouth so desperately. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it's coming down to. Oh, I'm, I'm, li- I'm it's it's that's kind of true. Like, think about it. what if I'm living vicariously through this alter ego of a woman to just play off that I'm not gay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, could be. <laughs> very, very so ridiculous. Be. How do you, Alex, how do you deal and with it's us? All right. <laughs> how do you deal with us after all this time? Like the fact that you are essentially so ride and die is like, uh, it is fascinating to me. It's fa- it's fascinating to me that after like the first month you're like what in the fuck did I get myself into? <laughs> but you're like you're the you complete opposite. No, <laughs> no, you have no idea how much how therapeutic it is to me to just play your shit. But like the reason, the main reason why I don't use like um, a- Apple, like um, uh, Spotify or any other. Um, uh, media source to like listen to your podcast is because I like to just sometimes I'll just put the one of the screens um, uh, the browser and in, in your YouTube and just play it and have like music at the same time and then work and when I feel like I'm I'm really like strenuated I'll just pop up your window and look at you guys and freaking crack up and then I'll go back to work <laughs> and that's like super therapeutical because at the same time like I really like you guys but it's super funny um <laughs> <laughs> Whether it be you guys or not, you know what I'm saying, right? Um, and it's it's been great. Yeah, you keep it up. Keep keep it up, man. Thank you. We, well, I greatly appreciate that because um, I feel like <laughs> I feel like after a certain amount of time, you're either like with us or you're not, and you've been uh, you've been with us for a while, which is really cool. And I and I honestly I I appreciate just like when you'll send me shit and I send you shit, and we can just banter back and forth. Is is actually. It's really nice because I think sometimes, like, I, it's weird because, like, I don't even view this as, like, um, 
it's like okay, we have the we have the sponsorship and from a business perspective, yeah. those things are supposed to work, you know, cohesively together. But like I don't even really kind of even view that as the same anymore. It's just like so, I fucking no, exactly. I just and, like you and, and I've never viewed it as such. Yeah. I've I have actually never viewed it as I've never actually like the first time you guys, you know, <laughs> recorded that little snippet of plug and it did <laughs> first I think it was initially first in the beginning of the episode that you could I never thought you had like wanted to do it or slash had I never expected that from you. So that was a nice detail. And if you don't do it, it it doesn't change anything for me, you know? Like right. I I've never seen you guys rock with anything else in any type of post or comment or whatever. And even if you do, I wouldn't mind it because I know that the mutual, you know, affection and respect and, and, and friendship is there. And I know that you guys have a certain affinity to my cigar pack and to what I'm doing, to what the team is doing. And I think that's awesome. So you don't really, I, I never expected that from you. And for you to do that, it's like, above and beyond that's awesome well we actually need to refresh it because we've had the same one going for like a long time even yeah. though you know towards the end of an episode well we always do like the reminder and here's promo code and all that stuff but it's like i feel like we got to do we got to do a refresher yeah i'm done with the because i did the voice from like uh the movie daisy or, or <laughs> yeah. yeah is it I, no not daisy uh, i know what you're talking about oh, shit what the hell is the name um, of that? steel magnolia no that that could work too though i like that Oh, fuck. What's it called? I don't know. Damn it. That could work. That could definitely work. It's a 70s movie. Oh, you really fucking narrowed it down with that one, didn't you? (laughs) It's a 70s movie. All right, let's go back and see how many movies were made in the 70s. Let's let's go with 7,000. Days and Fuse. Hey guys, uh, I see. I think that's join my cigar pack. What the yeah. hell is my no, cigar be pack? A lot cooler if <laughs> see, that one that works great. Yeah, I feel like I feel yeah. like we should do like a revamp and maybe like it's I don't know, maybe Cigar Corojo. We could, oh, that's a good idea. Maybe a Cigar Corojo that talks about it. I think that's or do good. something like take a quote from like I want to say like Bane. Yeah, I love, <laughs> I love, um. I love uh, the Dark Knight Rises. Oh yeah, it's amazing. You could do like kind of like um, what's this show? Uh, wait, wait. Um, I was wondering what would break first: <laughs> your spirit or your desire to join? <laughs> Dude, that's actually really that's good. good. I was born oh, in the yeah. dark. The movie, it's Tootsie. <laughs> Tootsie. That's what I was thinking of when you said Tootsie. that. Tootsie. Tootsie. Yeah. Tootsie, man. Yeah, that is definitely With Dennis Hoffman. Yeah, yeah. We know he, he dresses as a woman. If if the listeners don't know what the fuck that yeah, movie I say is. most of our listeners are pretty young, but are probably if never you don't seen know, Tootsie. It's Tootsie. It's a movie from the seventies. It's got Bill Murray in it and Dennis Hoffman. Dennis Hoffman is a failing actor, can't find work. Decides he's going to dress up as a woman and get into a, a like a like a reality. It's like a soap opera. Soap opera like where he actually yeah, is a woman, yeah. but people think he's actually a woman. But he's dressing Ex- up as a except woman. Except, don't you think it's weird that nobody in the entire movie saw his five o'clock shadow every single time he was on yeah. screen? I'm like, is no one pointing out the fact that he literally has a five o'clock shadow in every scene? You, you will show me respect, really, Brewster. Like the whole fucking movie. Yeah, he's got. Five he clearly shadow. looks like a guy. Now, I and have, not one time was someone like. Now, in all fairness, huh. being gender neutral on this, there's a lot of women with a lot of facial hair. <laughs> There was a lady, Alex. This is great. There was this, this. This will be funny just because of the shit that you and I said back and forth. There was this. If this lady, I swear to God, I saw it on uh, is a podcast that I listened to featured <laughs> featured this lady. 
<laughs> she was actually gorgeous. Like, gorgeous. Except she had, like, a full fucking beard. Like, she let she has, like, some weird testosterone or, like, lack of estrogen disorder. Probably, and oh, she yeah. looks like if she didn't have this beard, she would be drop dead fucking gorgeous. But she has, like, this, wow. she has, like, this little goatee. And she just lets it, but it's not like super full, so it looks really fucked up. It just looks like armpit hair on her chin, dude. It is it's the weirdest thing because you're like, I I don't know. I was sitting there kind of drunk one last night, or the first time I saw, I was a little bit intoxicated, and I went, "Would I?" And I was like, "Yeah, I probably would. I probably would." Even with the chin hair, dude. She was. It's weird because you look at her and you go, "God, you're gorgeous." But man, I can't get past. I can't get past that chin hair. I mean, I mean, out out at a bar at night, couple drinks in. Yeah. it's out of the question. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, yeah. I'd be all in. Yeah. <laughs> I'd braid it and everything. I wouldn't care. It's like, why are my balls wall? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! She just straight up exfoliated my balls. <laughs> Okay, so I, Alex, I have to I have to ask you. Like, I have a couple questions. Actually, I have a ton of fucking questions I want to ask you, really. But I wanted to ask you, and I know you're not going to give me names, and out of respect, I don't want you to. But have you ever run into an instance like, okay, you're curating these packs, all these manufacturers that you're working with? Have most of them been pretty cool to work with, or have there been some like real fucking assholes? I want to say like ninety nine percent have been pretty cool. Nice. You know what? I will say this. Um, we, I, yeah, go ahead. This was like months and months and months ago, pre-COVID. Um, we were hanging out with Miguel from Crown Heads at, uh, we were at a cigar lounge here locally. And uh, we were talking yeah. about you. And Miguel's like, he is one of the coolest fucking guys I know. And I was like, yeah. And I know, I if, I know if Miguel says it, it's true because I know he wouldn't lie to me. And I was like, he fucking is. And that's really, because that was early on. That was probably late last year. So that would have been like early on, just probably you and I and Chris probably not known each other that well for that long. And it's like, I knew that when he said that, I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, this is a fucking good dude, which was awesome because dude, I, that's I trust awesome. what he says. That's yeah. awesome. I, I, didn't, I didn't know Miguel. I mean, we have a pretty good um, like back and forth relationship and uh, we, we hit it off pretty well. I, I didn't think he you think that high of me. So appreciate that. Shout out Miguel. You're a super cool dude and appreciate you, man. Yeah. He's one of my, he's one That's of my awesome. absolute he's favorite one of my people. Faves. Yeah. Every time he's like in town, just even randomly. Cause he, uh, so he used to live in Cincinnati. So he used to live close to here. Now he lives in Florida, but he comes in this, he yeah. kept Ohio as his territory. So he's, he's up here. Well, I didn't say pre COVID. It was like every month. Even when, when COVID hit, like there were so many lined up dates where like, well, Miguel's going to be in town. We're going to be there. Yeah. Cause we were going to shoot a podcast with him in April yeah. um, and we were going to do it live from the lounge and that got obviously got next, but yeah, he, um, one of my favorites. So is there, is there anybody for that 0.1%? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what I was curious, that's what I was curious well, about. One percent. Um, yeah. No, it's 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 it's. I mean, the great thing about it is that nobody really approached. Like a lot of people see the value, and most people that I have have connected with knew me before, or knew about me, right. or seen me somewhere, or whatever. Like you know, a lot of people that are partners now or some people that are partners now in terms of brands, I call brands partners, partnership. Right. Um, some of them, I n didn't necessarily have a, a direct relationship with either the owner or the representative or, you know, but we knew of each other and there was like 
you know, who, who are, oh, you Hoji's name? Okay, call Hoji, whatever. You know, there's always a way of validating things. Sure. And it's always been very fluid. And the great thing about it is a lot of people see the value of what we're doing and the effort. And, um, you know, some people are like, you know, just come here first and we'll meet up. And I'm like, dude, thank you. I don't want to work with you over an email, over the phone. I want to go over right. and see you eye to eye, shake hands. If we don't meet our same values, you know, it's not going to work. If you're going to ask me how many subscribers I have as your, as your first question, yeah, I'm probably the wrong person to work with. Right. Um, but everything has been pretty fluid. I mean, the only, essentially the only brand that yeah, uh, we haven't hit it off is, is it's, I'm going to mention the brand. You say we're gonna, it. Like, we're going to eventually work together. We're, it's no beef, no hard feelings. We're, I think essentially we're just going to start um, with the with the yard first. But it, it's been something like in terms of, of pricing and stuff like that. I'm like, you know what? It's, uh, mm, that's, that's not what it's all about. So I hate them. Right. I hate them already. understand the value of what we're doing and, you know, we'll, 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 we'll be on the same ball ballpark and, and we'll go from there. You want us to take them out? Yeah, we can. We can, <laughs> we know some people uh, deal with it. No, I, I like their, we threaten him, no. break his legs. Who, who, let's let's let him be. <laughs> hey, Alex. Who have you haven't had a chance to work with that you would love to work with? Oh, I knew this question was coming, and I came prepared. Yes, oh! nice. Woo! One of the first. <laughs> one of the first. Sorry, let me take a drink. I'm drinking beer, by the way. Happy International Beer Day. Oh, it is International Beer Day. We're drinking bourbon. We're. Uh, I think we I, like to be trendsetters yeah. in our own way. I think I have a gluten intolerance. Yeah, I, dude. I just recently got back into beer and it's really fucked me up, but I can't stop drinking it. It's really bad. Anyway, anyway continue, what, yeah. what, beer, what, what beer are you drinking remember, before you answer the question? Um, I remember I'm drinking a Belgian beer right now. Nice. I'm the President Day. Yeah, oh, yes. yes. With the with President the Day. Too. Yes. Woo. Yeah, I love a President Day. The Dominican too. Treasure. That's all we That's fucking all drink we down there. Oh my God. And it's delicious. Yeah, yeah. I remember the podcast. I remember the podcast. Oh, uh, amen. Rant. I love you. Yeah, for sure. Yep. So, um, the, um, one of the first people I spoke to who I have a lot of respect for, who is a fantastic individual and who has a lot of love and respect for me, uh, because we work directly with Pro Cigar and I've always hung out with him, uh, Ernesto Perez Carrillo. So, um, Ernie, oh yeah. Um, we were at the La, the yearly La, La Flor Dominicana uh, Dominican, um, not Dominican La Flor Dominicana uh, Christmas dinner um, that Lido celebrates every year with its closest friends. Uh, I think it was December twentieth of two thousand eighteen, um, and then we talked about it again last year, and it, it, we can't freaking connect because I. The reason I started working with Crown Heads initially was because of because of Ernie. Ernie talked to Miguel <laughs> in the first in one meeting that he came down and he's like, you know, call these guy, call this guy. Uh, he's my guy, you know. Yeah, how interesting. Him, talk, and then we hit it off, and then at the show we we set up everything. Um, but Ernie is somebody that I can't I can't do it through a representative. I can't start the account through one of his representatives, his director of sales, whoever, because I have so much respect and admiration for him. And it, it ha we have to be on the same page. Right. And I don't want to do it over a call. And dude, I tell you, we, we must have like a year going back and forth. Like 
I come back from Miami, he flies he flies over to Miami. Uh, oh shit. We lost him again. Man. That was right in the middle of an EP Korea story. I know. Who is legitimately I just smoked a lot of historia last night. Yeah. How did that happen in the middle of a story? That was that wasn't me for sure. The crescendo was coming. I know. I could feel it, yeah. and I will say this. You say EP Carrillo is literally my favorite manufacturer. I just smoked a lot of Historia last night. Like, absolutely fucking incredible. T- so t- Totally edged us. Yeah, yeah you got to f- finish the story. I want to hear it. Yeah, so essentially we, we just haven't been able to, you know, find, timely, you know, connect. And, and like EP, and Ernie and I. Right. Not just sales representative. Nobody, it's just me and him. And, you know, every time I call him, it's like I'm flying out and I'm flying in. So when right. he's flying out, when I'm flying out, he's flying. It, it really has been a, a, a thing of timing. And then COVID struck. I'm like, okay, this will be over in a couple months. I'll right. just go over to the factory. I came back from Miami a couple days ago, and he wasn't here. So I couldn't go to the factory. It's just been a matter of timing. But I love Ernie. I love his brand. And I've got a verbal yes from him twice. It's just a matter of Right, the logistics you know, kind of, and getting everything set it up down. Right. I promise it's going to be one of my 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 uh, uh, priorities in the next couple of weeks. So nice. EPC is going to come in, dude. That I'm telling you, that'd be so sweet. I don't know what it. I it's so like everything that they do for Crown Heads, I absolutely love. And then anything that seems yeah. on their own, I, I have like it's an uncomfortable obsession with their cigars. It's from a palatability yeah. perspective. I don't know that I've smoked anything that good so consistently for a period of years. Like it's insane. Like maybe the only other manufacturer that I could kind of get behind and to the same degree. And I'm only saying this off the top of my head and I'm sure there's more would be like LFD. Like LFD is one of those ones that I can just get behind. Like there's certain things that come out and literally are mind blowing where I'm going, well, how the fuck were you able to do this? And no one else can do it. Like what, what's the secret? It's like the old Italian grandma that has like the secret sauce, you know, and her grandson's like, Oh, my grandma makes this spaghetti with this secret sauce. And you're like, well, how the fuck does she do it? No one else can. What does she know that no one else knows? But then you you visit Leo and you spend two days with him, um, and then you get it, and you see his intensity, and you you see his passion, and you see his his relentlessness and his team and how he operates, and you say, okay, that 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 makes sense. Out. I kind of feel the same way about Pete Johnson, like with just the yeah. Tatawahe brand. I go, how how do you do that? I smoked, fuck, what was it that I smoked? Like this was maybe two weeks ago. I was taking a walk with my wife. And I picked up, oh, I know it was a brown label something. What was it? It actually may have been. 2015, 2012? No, 2009. 2009. That's what it was. And I smoked this cigar, and I think it was just in like a traditional Robusto. We're walking down the street. I I literally started smoking it, and I looked at my wife, and I go, I mean, this has not happened to me in a long time. I literally went, holy fucking shit. What yeah, is this? I, I get that same thing with, with most of Pete's cigars for sure. And I think I know exactly what cigar you're talking about. I think you're talking about the um, um, Casadores Reserva Miami Cojonu 2009. That's it. Like the the Cojonu. Yeah. Yep. Secondary gold label. 
Yep, that's it's not something, that's it. Something, something about that cigar. I man. could not fucking believe how good it was when I smoked. Yeah. And I had been sitting on this fucking thing now, for a long time. And I picked out my humidor and I told my wife, who gives no shit about cigars, I'm, I might as well have been telling my goddamn dog how excited I was. And I was yeah. like, Lauren, you will not believe how fucking good this is. And she's just looking at me like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking Alex, about right I now. Think I, Butchered the name, but how do you say that properly? Cojono. Cojono? Like cojones. Yeah. Just, but cojono. Just, yeah, it's like, just say cojono, but cojono. place the emphasis on the U at the end. Cojono. Cojono. Sounds Polynesian. Yeah. Cojono. Nope. That's not right. It's like, that, it's that like you Hawaiian. say corojo, like the C-O, it's the same pronunciation. Yeah. There's like this neutrality over the O. It's like cojono. Yeah. Cojono. It's Kohonu. like new co-hosts. Co-ho-no. As a class, like as a class, Kohonu. Yeah. yeah, I got it. That's awesome. Right. But yes, that was a cigar, and I swear to God, that cigar it so was good. like, and, and to be honest with you, man, as many cigars as we smoke, just because that's what we do, like we want to experience everything that we can experience, and we'll take notes, some we review, some we don't, but we try everything. To me, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was a funk or like things were getting stagnant. I don't know if it's my nude gold tooth, which, by the way, definitely gives some metallic flavors in cigars from the get-go, which is really, really? Start, dude, it's the weirdest. <laughs> it's the weirdest. I like part of me, the first time I smoked a cigar after I got this thing, I was like, I'm going to have to pull this out. <laughs> There's no way I can Smoke do this. It on my cigar I'm going to have to pull out my fucking gold tooth. But it subsides. I actually called my dentist and I was like, listen, I smoke cigars a lot. And I'm getting this weird, funky penny flavor in my mouth. And she was like, it'll go away. Like, don't worry. The metallic flavor. She was like, it'll be the same when you eat. But like after a week, it'll go away. Which it did. Thank God. Because I love my gold tooth to no end. But that cigar, I swear to God, it was like a rejuvenation for me. Because I'd smoked so much stuff. And like some things were just getting stale. And I was like, and not even stuff that I smoked repeatedly. It's almost like new stuff. And I was just like, God, this is just like. No, 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 no. And then I smoked that literally walking down the street and it blew my mind. Literally, I was like, holy shit, this is one of the best cigars I've ever had in my life. That's that good. A, that's such a good point. Like, yeah. Alex, do you ever feel like there's a moment where you've smoked so much that you just need a break? Like, everything. All the time. It's yeah. just like you reach a point where it's like, God, everything is like losing its flavor. Everything's kind of overly harsh. You know, are you suffering yeah. from depression or are you talking about cigars? I'm trying, I'm I'm trying about, to discern one from the other. cigars, bro. <laughs> Everything's getting dark. I can't taste anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, if you ever need somebody to talk to, you can call me, buddy. I will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it happens, man. Like your palate gets, gets, uh, I think I've used strenuated a lot. I want to say, I want to say just like fixated on this same perception and you're just feeling tobacco flavor right and you know you just give it a break and i I, w- I always recommend you know i don't like to get too scientific and say hey just maybe try a coffee before you smoke or maybe right. change your pancakes into eggs before you you know <laughs> but it's like what, what i've seen Corey do it a couple times recently and it's amazing because when i had to restart my palate um, I would not eat my croissant and my lemonade on the way to the farm uh, back then, back in the day when I worked. I would just simply let my, you know, my, 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 I don't want to say the fucking word again, palate just rest and 
come clean with a very clean perspective to the cigar and then not freaking smoke so much in the in the in the rest of the day through the, throughout right. the rest of the day and then not smoke every day for a while until you know i felt like i was interested again in that type of smoke so you just have to mix it up yeah i i had to do that well i had to do that unfortunately um because i i smoke way more in the summer than i do the winter like i i'm like a bear i and not that i hibernate to uh to a full extent in the winter time but i slow down a lot like right now i'm probably smoking on average four cigars a day which for me is a lot given how busy i am and all this shit going on for for me to squeeze in four it almost seems impossible for yeah. people who work in the industry yeah. that's nothing yeah uh, but for me that's 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 doing a lot. And in the wintertime, it's like, man, I may go down to like one a day, one every other day. Um, and I do feel like a sense in like the wintertime, I'm more excited about smoking. I feel like in the summer, I'm just like catching up from the winter where it's like, I feel that when the weather is nice and it's conducive to do so, I need to squeeze in as much as I can. But I feel that burnout a little bit where I'm just like, yeah. man, I just need to re-energize. Like, and that's what that Tatuahi cigar did for me. It re-energized me. And I was like, fuck, this is incredible. And I was like, yeah, I'm back into it. I want to take some notes. I want to write some stuff. And I felt good about it. Like I felt, I felt like that something wash over me in a positive way where there's other times where I'm like, especially when we get saying, I'm not going to name any names, but we'll get samples from people yeah. who are like, try my new cigar. And I never have prejudgment going into it. However, it's like someone will send me something. I get excited about it or read where it's from. I go, okay, cool. And I smoke and I go, well, this is just objectively not good. <laughs> like yeah. I have all this stuff that I need to be concentrating on and I'll, I'll take a chance and smoke something. I'm just like, damn, man. Like, you know, and you never, you never want to be let down and you don't want, and it's, again, it's not a, it's not a bash on anybody and what they're trying to do and what they're trying to create. But it was like, you know, with time being so precious and, and just trying to get as much as you can in without like burning your face off. It's just like, fuck, it's just almost kind of demoralizing a little bit with some of the stuff that we do. It's, you know, it's challenging sometimes. And this like first world problems. I'm like, Oh me, poor me. I'm smoking four cigars a day. Wish I didn't have to do that. It's like, it's actually, maybe, it's actually a pretty fucking good gig. Really? Maybe we just need to do breaks like bears. Like I just truly go through, that. truly go through hibernation, but like, on the equivalent, this is what I'm going to get to. On the equivalent. I don't know what that equivalent is yet. But the thing about bears... Like build a ground bunker and just... Bears will eat all summer, a.k.a. smoking cigars. Yeah. But what they do so they can survive through the winter, the harsh winter, where they're in their little caves, and they're just laying there, and they're sleeping most of the time. The thing they do during the summer that most people don't know about is that bears will eat a lot of mud and grass and random shit to constipate themselves so they're not shitting on themselves during the winter months during hibernation. I 100% can't tell if you're being serious or not, but so, I feel like this sounds like it could work. So it's like, what do we need to do to feel like we're constipated <laughs> through the winter months? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I mean, I think I, I think that's a very valid. Like, what is what is our Alex? What is our cigar constipation? <laughs> like, what what can we do? That is the task. Homer, okay, here's our homework assignment. The collective three of us, Alex. I'm roping you right into this, dude, because we talk way too often for you not to be roped in. We need to come up with cigar constipation. 
What is okay, that great. during the winter months? Now, you don't really have traditional winter months, although you did send me something that said it does snow in the Dominican. You you showed me snow on the ground, and I was like, what in the what? fuck is this? Yeah, he did, yeah, seriously. it has. Dude, it, it was wild. In, uh, in, in Constanza, Constanza is um, it's, uh, around, I would say, pretty much the center of the island. Uh-huh. It's, uh, it's a fantastic place it's called Valle Nuevo, New Valley translation. Um, there's a nice little river there. And, um, as a matter of fact, my close friends, um, they're bailing on me for a surf trip over the weekend cause they're going camping to Valle Nuevo. It's just oh. actually really, really nice right now. It's not, obviously it's not what it's in the middle of fucking summer, but it's like, right. it's like 15 degrees. I want to say the equivalent to like 50s and 60s, uh, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Middle of summer right now with, there's like this small, um, paths of depression that are coming through you know little tales of the hurricanes are coming hurricane season so it gets a little cool sometimes uh but yeah uh there there have been winters that it uh, it, it does constantly drop below zero and it, there have been occasions that it does snow Damn, that's, that's weird. wild, Super dude. Super weird. That's wild. Elevation. I, I, yeah. I want to end on my last thought and saying that I felt real stupid one time because I met this guy from Argentina. Um, <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, man, that must be cool to live in Argentina, like tropical climate. And he's like, huh? And I was like, yeah. I was like, living in Argentina, dude, like South America, like tropical climate, the whole thing. It's like warm all year round. He goes, and we were in Chicago. And he goes, and it was in oh, the wintertime. It was February in Chicago. It was like four degrees outside. And he's like, see what we're in right now? And I'm like, yeah, it sucks out here. He goes, that's what I get in Argentina during the winters. I was like, what? And he was like, it's cold like it is in Chicago. Yeah. And then he pulled out a map on his phone and was like, here's Argentina. This is where I live. Here's Chicago. Literally, one's the same spot north and one's the same spot south. And I was like, I feel like the biggest dumbass in the world. <laughs> I was like, I'm so stupid. <laughs> That's what I get from yeah, being yeah, in my it U.S. Gets, bubble. It gets it gets pretty cold in Argentina. You can you can obviously it snows a bunch, and uh, there's a long ass um, snowboarding and like skiing season in Argentina as well. I wish I would have known that because I felt like a complete asshole. I was like, I'm so stupid. That's, <laughs> That's what I get for literally <laughs> being in this stupid U.S. bubble. So yeah, I'm, I'm. No, it happens, man. It happens. Like growing up, man, when I would go, I, I would go to camp the U.S. Like. Mind you, I'd go camp in, Virgin, in West Virginia. You know, I'd go camp in people like what, Dominican Republic, Dominicana. Where like, where is that? Like Africa? <laughs> and I know, dude, it's like right below below Cuba, under my you know Florida. People really you go a ask lower, that. And there's there's Cuba, and then there's a little chunk of land that's Dominican Republic right there. But it's you know it's it's common. It's common. Not, not everybody has to like. If I, if you would ask me right now, point towards. No, I mean I, I'm not going to say that because I know where it is. But it's like. Point towards like Aruba or Trinidad and Tob- and Tobago. I can't. I'll have to take a close look at the map and say, okay, right, right here. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I feel like we have like off. perceptions of where we think things are, and then you look at a map and you're like, wow, I was way off. <laughs> like that that isn't <laughs> yeah. over anywhere near where I thought it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm also not great with geography, so I, I know north, south, east, and west, and that's about as good as it gets. That's that's as good as I can do. So. Good. Well, I will say this, my man. Um, if I don't get out of here in the next couple minutes, people are going to literally be shuffling through my house looking at stuff. <laughs> so I don't want to be here when they're here yeah. to do that. Um, yeah, we don't want that. But I, well, here's the thing. So um, I'll make this quick. 
So <laughs> my realtor said today, he goes, <laughs> he was like, hey, you, uh, I got a showing for you at six o'clock. And I said, that isn't going to work because I'm going to be recording a podcast. And uh, I was like, can we get him to push it? And he's like, I don't know. I'll check. He, and I was like, hey, listen, worst case scenario is, I was like, you have them come through the house, let them know I'm down in the basement recording a podcast, and they can just come down here and chill with us. And he literally goes, are you serious? And I was like, I'm dead fucking serious. <laughs> I was like, you let, him in, you let him in this room and you let him chill here while I'm recording this. He's like, I don't think you want to do that. And I was like, I'm dead serious. And then he was like, all right. You want to sell the house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he goes, he's like, all right, appointment for seven o'clock. You're good to go. And I was like, all right, that's fair. So, hey, that's good great. news for you. I'm moving to Dominican. That's where I'm coming. Awesome, man. You can have my... Uh... You can have my couch until you um, you figure it out. God, that would be great. Trust me. Don't threaten me with a good time, man. Seriously. <laughs> At this point, I'm, I, I, I want to get the hell out of I here. I can't mention it off, guys. I, I'm, I'm serious. It's like I, I was saying, hey, summer's a great time. But then again, you know, after the, like September come uh, north swell season. And I, I'm talking about the Atlantic kind of like really turns on. And I'm usually in the beach house every single weekend because oh, there's a damn. lot of waves up north and the weather still suns out every day. It's still great. Yeah. Um, it's fantastic. So we'll figure out a time, whether it be September, be October, whenever you guys are ready, I'll have you guys here. We'll have an amazing time. I would say Sounds I'm ready great. anytime. I don't know if our country is ready. <laughs> That's what I'm concerned about. <laughs> I don't know if I go down there, if at some point they're like, you can't come back in, which is not the worst thing in the world as long as I have my work computer with me. But <laughs> also at the same time, my wife would be super pissed. So, but I will say this, like once all that shit clears, it's like, it'll be the first thing I do. Hands down. I I'm more than ready. Cannot wait to come visit. It's going to be amazing. Love it. Love it. Can't wait, my man. Well, Alex, I cannot, I, I one, I thank you for everything yeah. because you're amazing, wonderful to work with, wonderful to talk to. And I'm glad we have a great friendship now. It's been absolutely amazing and such a short period and quick time, dude. It's weird how much, like, think about how fast things have gone since you first started. Like, that's wild to me. It's wild to think it's like, oh, it's 2020. Not only is it 2020, we're like past the middle of 2020 which is even weirder. Yeah. So it's, it's very strange, but it's been absolutely wonderful. Thank you for the relationship, the partnership, the whole thing. It's been great. Um, anything yeah. we can do to expose the brand, we will. And I think this actually warrants because, like I said before, I could talk to you forever. I feel like we need to have a part two where there's more questions I want to ask you that are probably going to be more fun and jovial type questions and less like, hey, Alex, tell me how you got started, which I feel like is a blanket question that i have yeah. to ask that hey, i want Alex, that i want to ask color? yeah yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> um so we we definitely get into some weird shit but um i greatly appreciate your time i hope you have a wonderful weekend and obviously well i'll probably talk to you and chat with you at least message with you probably in the next 20 minutes anyway so <laughs> <laughs> yeah no you guys i, I want to thank you i mean uh i oh sorry wait i'm getting emotional um, I can't really muster up the words of appreciation and reciprocal um, love and, and uh, fondness that I have for you guys. So thank you so much. Um, my, the pleasure is all mine. Um, it's been a long time coming. I was actually waiting for this for a really long time. Um, you know, we can kick it anytime. We can talk about shit anytime. Just let me know. 
Um, I got complicated last couple of days that I just flew in. It was crazy. But other than that, I'm usually available all the time, especially for you guys. So thank you guys for having me. You guys are amazing. Um, you know, I can't thank you enough for your support. And, you know, we'll just, <laughs> we'll just talk again in like 15 minutes. Exactly. <laughs> we love yeah, you, dude. We yeah. love you. We love you. You know, it's coming. Um, again, enjoy your weekend. Get out on that surfboard and uh, enjoy the time, man. Yeah. Likewise, my dude. Much love. All right. right. See you, bud. See you, bud. See you, guys. Bye. One of my favorite people of literally all time. Hugely amazing. Yeah. Our battery ran out in the camera, so anybody who was watching the video and listening on the podcast. Dude, I've never had the battery run out like that before. That's crazy. Should probably get a new battery. But anyway... Uh, we literally have to end this now because I got to get the fuck out of here because yeah, I, I can't have people trampling in and here. And bro, I gotta pee. Like, I gotta yeah, you should pee do that. So bad. But I also gotta tear this equipment down so yeah. it's not spread. I guess I could leave it out and people come in here like, like, "What is this? Like a porn couch? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this in here?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, you should um, put a pair of panties right here. <laughs> <laughs> I should. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> I'm sure the husbands would love it. Yeah, the see, I haven't taken the wigs down. Lauren literally <laughs> asked me one day. Like, she goes, "What is happening?" She here? goes, "Do you think the wigs are scaring people off?" I was like, "Do you think the wigs are scaring people off more than the Nicolas Cage pillows?" <laughs> like, could you imagine that face staring at you as you walk in the door? Oh, like, there's come no on. camera. There's Sorry. no camera. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was Alex with my cigar pack, and I, I was I was stoked to have him on. Because, you know, people hear it's like there's the association with the sponsorship and it's just like, okay, well, this is like an exchange of goods and services type thing. And I'm like, that is not like intentionally is not what we did with him. You know, when he first reached out to us, I was hesitant like I was with other people from, ironically enough, cigar, you know, subscription companies. And it was like, it was just, and it wasn't anything Alex did. It was just like consecutively, there was like two or three organizations that reached out and said, hey, we want to do this. and was. And I was just like, ugh, and you kind of look through the portfolio and you look through some other stuff and I was just like, ugh, I just felt icky. And then Alex kind of came along and, and sent us an email and whatever and, and I just had that stigma in my head, but that's, what, that's not who he was at all, so it was nothing to do with him. And just through persistence and communication, we continued the conversation. We just kept it flowing. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is different. This is, and so what you know started as you know uh this kind of partnership together just kind of flourished into a friendship and again i literally talk to him every single day it's it's and one of my favorite people to interact with so it's it's worked out great over you know pretty short period of time so i'm glad we got to put some exposure there's more that i wanted to ask him which really sucks that we didn't get a chance to which warrants a part two but part two for sure man yeah let's uh let's end this um cheers Cheers, man. Cheers for Friday. Drinking some Jack Daniels single Friday. barrel. It's delicious. Enjoy your Monday, everyone. Enjoy the Monday. Um, this will conclude episode 161. We'll be back at you next week with 162. See you, everyone. See ya. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of the podcast. We greatly appreciate it. Let me tell you how you can get a hold of us. You can get a hold of myself at the Hot Ticket Pod on Instagram. You can get a hold of Chris at Hot Ticket Chris on Instagram as well. You can find this podcast. It is available all over the place. You can find it on Apple Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. And you can find the podcast available on video on YouTube. Look up The Hot Ticket Weekly on YouTube, and you can watch all the fun happen before your eyes. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode. And as always, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes if you could. And check out our show sponsor, My Cigar Pack, at www.mycigarpack.com. Again, thanks for listening. We'll be back at you next week.